Hi, welcome to season two of Dream Signs of the Times. This is episode one for the year 2023. And today we're going to take a look at Psychic Tools. And this is the third installment, so I'm calling it Psychic Tools 3. And it's on the pendulum. And so when we're talking about yin-yang concepts, a lot of times at least the way I understand using a pendulum, it is kind of a yes or no approach to things. So if you need an answer to something that is like to do or not to do something, or if you're having to choose between two kind of difficult scenarios and you're, you've gone through all the information that you can go to and there just isn't a discernible answer, the pendulum is useful for those things that don't necessarily have to be polar, but that may have a choice between two things. Um, my cat is algebra here. She wants to be part of it. She's her energy is like, like really lit right now. She makes very weird noises. <laughs> like she's talking to uh, entities and things like that. But um, so back to the pendulum at hand. Um, I was given a pendulum and it's interesting because I was not able to use it accurately until recently. And the person gave me this, uh, she was a psychic client of mine. Um, and she sent it to me in the mail and she was like, here, I think this is for you. And I saw it and immediately took to it. I felt that that was the particular, um, instrument for the pendulum work that I would be doing. I just wasn't quite ready for it. And a lot of times I don't take uh, artifacts or objects from other people. Some people say that you have to be given a tarot deck for it to be um, useful in that way. And I really, really like to pick my own decks. And I don't like other people touching the energy because um, like some people, some psychics will hand uh, the deck to somebody to infuse it with their essence and then read the cards. Uh, it's my instrument, my tool, and I've talked about that before. And maybe it's because I'm a, a flute player. I don't want somebody playing my instrument. It just, you know, obviously they're, they're the spit factors and all those things, uh, germs and whatever. But there's also that feeling of uh, that somebody's kind of imbued your your tool with their energy. And I think that we can have our own energy. Our bodies are our own in that sense. And to work with a tool, you have to have a trust built in with that. And I just, there, there's a part of me that doesn't want to expose my tool to other people's um, energy patterns, more for accuracy than anything else, but also just a protection mechanism. So, but that's my personal thing. You know, there's no cut and dried way to, to do that kind of thing. And so back to what we were talking about, like the yin yang way of looking at a pendulum, uh, we develop a relationship with this psychic tool in a, in a different way than other things. And one of the things that is paramount when you're dealing with a particular thing like this is a sense of one self trust and two neutrality. There is a difficulty. There are a couple of difficulties with doing any kind of energy reading, whether there are other people in the room and you're working with them or you're working with yourself. There are some things that can get in the way. Some of them are preconceived notions. If you're reading somebody and you want the answer to a question, at least to the best of a person's ability to get there, 
Um, if you have preconceived notions about wanting a certain outcome, even if it's an altruistic thing where you want to help the person, it will affect the efficacy of the tool, especially the pendulum, because our energy, it is a reading of our energy on the subconscious level. Hear that again, the, especially the pendulum, because it is transmitting energy It is picking up a transmission from our higher self that kind of bypasses the consciousness and it goes uh, into whichever way you decide that the swing is a yes or no or positive or negative or flowing one way or flowing the other. Uh, you come up with that yourself. For me, the, the, the yes pattern is if it's moving towards me as if I were nodding my head. So I suspend the pendulum I suspend my judgments and preconceived notions as much as I can. And then I I like to close my eyes so that I am not uh, consciously affecting the pendulum, taking as much conscious um, intent and willpower out of uh, manipulating the outcome of the swing. And I, I close my eyes, suspend the pendulum in front of me, and open them up. And when it swings towards me, for me, that is yes. And when it uh, swings side to side, that is no, or uh, the yes would be the the yin part of or the yang part of things. Um, And then the no would be the the yin yin aspect of stuff, the flow towards and away from, you know, however you want to look at it, it, it. And but we develop a relationship with this particular tool. The longer I've had this particular pendulum, the more accurate it has become. And uh, another thing that I have had to do to make that accuracy happen is to uh, not just suspend like any kind of preconceived notions or expectations or even goodwill. It's we're trying to read something. And to get to that point, we have to get into a state of neutrality. As much neutrality as we can muster as humans needs to be applied to these tools. This uh, get not just getting out of the way in terms of beliefs or expectations, but uh, having a very neutral heart flow so that the energy that's either coming from the subconscious realms or the astral realms or the higher self, the higher powers can flow through that and move the pendulum in such a way that it communicates a an answer from the sort of beyond, which is what we're consulting in that particular situation. And these tools, it's, 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 some people are are very simplistic about it. And that's, you know, the more simple we can be in our approach, maybe even simple with the question that we're asking, you know, Um, and trying to stay away from polarity in terms of good or bad, uh, because that throws a weird spin on it. It throws a morality into it, which again, we're working on that neutrality. And the neutrality is going to yield a very neutral answer that we can work with. That is the whole point, in my opinion, in my experience, and the way I want to do business and run my energy pattern is that I want pieces of information to surface that are helpful in enhancing a person's life. That is my approach to things. And so I'm looking for that kind of uh, information in consulting a pendulum. 
The other thing that I think I've talked about before in the other psychic tools um, explorations on this podcast is that there can be a stage fright element to reading somebody or even reading ourselves when we have a question like that. And, you know, we're running through our, uh, when we consult a pendulum, we it's understood that we've probably run it through all of our and analytical sides and have not been able to come up with an answer. So that left brain has done its job by itself to the best of its ability with probably a little bit of intuition and right brain thrown into the situation. But this, the consultation of the pendulum with these things in mind uh, creates an answer that is very neutral. But sometimes this, um, this pressure to uh, produce, sometimes if a client is in the room uh, that you're reading, or just, you know, a friend or whatever. I mean, to me, everybody that shows up on my doorstep for a reading is is considered part of, like, the good energy pattern, no matter what's going on, uh, as much as possible. But um, this uh, wanting to do a good job for somebody or give them what they want. I've had, oh, my gosh, uh, people come in and they really want a specific answer. I've had people come in in pairs one, uh, like a, a couple came in one time and they really, uh, one of the people in the couple wanted a specific outcome and the other one was trying to manipulate my energy to obfuscate that specific outcome. And, uh, it was really intense and it was so much pressure that, and I was trying so hard to just get out of the way and let the higher powers do their job, but I was also having to kind of protect myself and protect my energy during that time. And there's a fear of being wrong and, and giving people information. Like I just consider it to be information. People can do with it what they please. It's not uh, once that I've, I, I make sure people know that I am grabbing information out of the air. I try not to interpret things as much as possible. And that's a hard thing to do too, especially when we have people's best interest in mind. We're like, oh, this could be that. And I have to back myself up and get that left brain out of the way and say, here is the piece of information. And that is a continuing study, a continuing um, workout in the sense that we're always getting more and more neutral and saying here is the information uh as presented as neutrally as possible but and doing our best to ground center and shield in order to keep that stage fright or that um uh performance anxiety from causing problems with the information coming through too. Most of the time that manifests as a block of some kind, an energy block or a mental block or um Usually it doesn't produce an answer that's like, you know, scary or weird or inaccurate, so to speak. Uh, And everything has a certain amount of accuracy to it. It's just because of the other side and the energy patterns don't speak language the way we do, understanding the nature of those symbols or the nature of those answers and the context from which it is coming and the context where you're supposed to, where you can apply it in the waking corporeal world, that's a dance. And it's um, something that takes some experience. And so um, when developing a, a relationship with the pendulum, we have to keep all this stuff in mind. And that's what this is. I've had this pendulum, I think, for eight years 
And it's just now becoming this this uh, tool that I can rely on because I'm in a different place. I'm in a place where I can be more neutral and ask questions that I don't do just to kind of scare myself or whatever. You know, we kind of do that a little bit. At least I do. Um, it's You get a weird little jolt out of that. And I have to talk myself out of that crap because it's like... Um, I used to do, I, I had an addiction to tarot cards for a while and I would just be like looking for the answer, you know, and, and shuffle them 17 times. And sometimes you like want to push the cards to tell you something. And sometimes you're asking questions that are kind of ludicrous in that context. And I'm not being judgmental about it. It's just that you can tell when things are getting uh, off the rails and there's that addiction uh, spiral that's happening. It can happen with tarot cards, the same way it can happen with gam- gambling or um, substances or even thought patterns, you know, it's, it's, it's like that neutrality is such a coveted state because it allows for things to flow through. And there's an inherent protection to that wave pattern in my experience. So, um, when you get a pendulum, it's something that I I cleanse it a little bit. I cleansed it at the beginning. I believe I did, uh, maybe smudged it. And then sometimes you can run it under cold water to, to just, neutralize uh any you know uh energies that it might have picked up on its way to you and but you develop a relationship with that object and it's it's a little bit different than the psychometry thing it is a clairsentience thing but it's a very much a translator of this subconscious or higher level energy into a um uh a yin and yang way of interpreting things but it I trust my my pendulum work right now and I didn't before because it would tell me things but I could feel that I was influencing it and um so uh if you're looking for a pendulum a pendulum can be anything I've had a few of them over my life and some of them I've made and basically it's just a weight of some kind uh it can be anything from a like a walnut or a rock to a precious gemstone. It could be something you make. It could be something that you buy. And it's suspended from a string that's usually, I don't know, um, uh, eight to 12 inches long. You want enough swing that it can feel like it is catching an energy wave. But, you know, I don't think it necessarily matters how long the string is. I, I've more com- I'm most comfortable from around that, that eight to 12 inch mark. And, um, but it's important to develop a trust of that and to practice with it and practice the neutrality and then kind of keep track of the accuracy that occurs using it. And every time there is a sense of accuracy that builds our confidence a little bit. And what confidence in that context is, is the ability to trust the energy from the higher powers and the, um, I, you know, words don't do this justice, but from the the energy that you're consulting, trusting that flow, and it tends to teach us things like neutrality. Each of these tools uh, teaches us things that are way beyond just having it be this tool that we uh, use as a medium between, you know, to access these other energies. It the pendulum teaches me patience and teaches um, neutrality and 
developing a relationship with that art form and that it is an art form, uh, interpreting that and allowing for that energy to flow. And then um, like the tarot cards, you could be studying tarot forever just on the archetypes alone. And then the elemental aspect of that we've talked about in previous episodes and um, the or elements that are involved and uh, the re- inter- interplay between the cards, the nature of the positions, the and all of this is... A lot of it is is a snapshot of dream language. It is, it's a snapshot of metaphor. It's the energy flow of things beyond words that are captured in this picture for a moment. And it's the ability to see the one card in the context of all of the cards, in the context of the person's life, in the context of the universe ad nauseum. So um, ad infinitum, let's say, because it's not ad nauseum. Um, I love that stuff. And then um, the psychometry that we've talked about before. Um, That is the development of the relationship with clairsentience, that trust of the feel of something that when you have an object in your hand and you read it, which is what psychometry is, and um, being able to uh, take that energy, which is a very, uh, it's feel oriented, so it doesn't have inherent pictures, it can spark a picture like a, a clairvoyant. Uh, vision, but it also has its own feel. And, and uh, if it doesn't do that right away, we ha- it teaches us how to convert that energy or to follow that line into something that is of the earthly realm. Because a lot of the stuff we're, we're uh, tapping into is very much related to the energy realms and things that are not easily quantified by uh, the real world or real realistic world, external world um, patterns that we use, you know, like words or, or even, you know, snapshots or whatever uh, from a camera or something, you know, we're, we're dealing with something that's an internal living, moving, breathing, being version of this stuff um, that is not under the same uh, rule set that we are in the external world. And I'm writing a lot about that right now. There's a book that's coming out of me that's just like really fun to write. And it's about how the external world has this um, finiteness to it. Even with the sort some, some of the infinite aspects that are in there, there's still that the laws of physics that have to be applied or that are applied to different things. So that's like a matrix of things that we have to bounce our energy through and off of and around and and the internal world we set limits for us in in that um you know spiritual realm the internal uh world but we don't really have limits like um you know we can think beyond space like we don't have to get in a rocket ship and go to the moon we can mentally go to the moon like let's do it right now okay close your eyes if you're unless you're driving and uh, or moving heavy machinery, um, so close your eyes if you can and imagine that you're standing on the moon. So we're there. I just waved at you. You're having a, a awesome day on the moon, and we're looking down at Earth, going, "Oh, what a cool bunch of people down there." So um, anyway, so kick that around. See see what comes out. If you have any. Um, Desire to use a pendulum, again, you can make it out of anything you want. Uh, Developing that trust of the relationship with that object. Developing a sense of neutrality so that the, the 
energy can come through and resonate basically with your physical being in such a way that it will cause the pendulum to move in a way that will provide the answer that you want. And then uh, try to stay devoid of expectations. And if you're reading somebody else, it's just, this is my style of doing things. You don't have to follow this, but is to um, treat the information as a piece of information that you're handing them and then they can do with what they want. Because uh, we're not here as psychics, we're translators. Medium, mediumship. What does mediumship mean? It means that you are a go-between between from the uh, between the people, the person that you're reading, or the person you know, even yourself, and the spiritual energies. This is a neutral state by definition, and so uh, just treating that information as neutrally as possible. And then if somebody consults you with, well, what do we, what do I do with that? You can throw out ideas, but we we can't take people's power away from them. Sometimes people want to hand us that kind of power because it's easier to hand the reins of our lives to somebody else. And uh, for a lot of things, it's like, well, we can blame them if something goes wrong and that, that opts us out of responsibility. We can, um, uh, if things don't go our way, we can go, well, that person was not good, you know, and, or we can um, just, opt out of connecting with that kind of thing. Mainly a lot of people don't want to connect directly with that stuff because it, it can be scary. It's, it, it's, it's hard. It's not um, easy and cut and dried where you can just write stuff down on a piece of paper or read it and, and it's automatically the truth. There's a certain amount of art that goes along with it. You know, I think of them as the psychic arts. And with that interpretation as a psychic, we, I, I try to stay out of the way as much as possible. And it's, it's easy, like I said, to get pulled into that altruistic thing of wanting to help people, wanting what they want to come true to come true. But if we're really looking to help the situation and be truly the medium that we are through whatever psychic tool, then we will gather as much information as we can and present that so that the people can use it themselves. And guess what? That is giving them their power back. The, and, and it's not in our... Uh, sense of our on our terms it's like I'm highlighting that you have power because it's not incumbent upon me to give it per se and I'm glad I said it that way because I'm not giving somebody the power I'm allowing for them to take the the pieces of information at hand and trusting that they know what to do with their life because nobody knows their life better than they do uh and so if if a if a psychic is kind of trying to push some direction or whatever Try to, you know, if you're going to a psychic and that happens, it's going to happen. Um, even even when you're trying really hard some, to not be that way, sometimes it happens. So if that does happen, trust your own instinct and own knowledge of your life first. Because it's one of those things that a, another person cannot know more about your life than you do. And if they are pushing that agenda, then it, it, there, it could be that there's something up. I, uh, there's a lot of manipulation that can happen in, in different realms, but, um, I am advocating on this podcast for self-trust, self-empowerment, because that is the truest way for us to really connect with our life path. Don't let anybody take you out of your power, talk you out of your power. That shit is yours. Have an amazing first week of of the new year, and I feel good things coming. I know that it's um, 
you know, we're dealing with all the things that we're dealing with, but the more we can take the reins of our own lives and be in our power, I believe that we're going to see really cool stuff happen. Have a great week.